0: Welcome to another episode of Insights with Latrice. I'm your host, Latrice Kabuya. Well, this is it, our last episode of the season. Wow, that went by fast. You know, this interview is so fitting because it's with Pastor Jody, and he shares his life, his life of challenges to triumph, his life of tests to testimony. And just really learning how to live in God's grace. It's a really moving and touching interview that I think you're going to get a lot out. So listen, lean in, and I'll be back with my last insight for the season. I am so blessed to have Pastor Jody Allman here with me on Insights with trees. He is not only a pastor. But he is hilarious. He is a comedian. I'm just going to tell you, he is someone that would be easy to go to his church um, because he'll give you the word and also a joke. So thank you so much, Pastor Jody, for being here on Insights with thank, Latrice.
1: Thank you, Latrice. You know, I told you I'm just a real girl, so I just got to keep it real. But yes, I enjoy life, love life. And, you know, a lot of pastors don't seem to enjoy life. So I believe yeah. we should enjoy it. So, yeah, Absolutely. thank you. Good to be with you.
0: Thank you. I I think that is such a great point because as Christians, we are to enjoy life, right? The word of God talks about us enjoying life, all that God has for us. And it's clear in your life and in the fruit um, that you do enjoy life. So let's just tell our listening audience a little bit about you. Talk to me. Who are you, Pastor Jody? I know who you are, but they don't
1: know who you are. <laughs> right, right. So, uh, I am a husband of over 26 years. I am Woo. a father of two amazing daughters. I have two just great grandchildren that are boys. Um, and then also, I am a pastor of over 20 years um, and in the ministry, as you've alluded to. I also, uh, in the past year and a half, uh, or actually a year, about, around the time of this recording, I uh, released and published my first book. It's an Amazon number one bestseller. Uh, Got there on the first day, stayed there for five days consecutive. And, you know, it's just been an amazing ride and journey. It's called Going All In, Finding Success Through Surrender. And it was also nominated as a top 10 finalist for a global award in 2020. And so it's really just went so much farther than I ever dreamed it could go. And we'll probably end up talking about that. I also, from the book, founded a business and became founder and CEO of a business called Solution, S-O-U-L, Solution Ministries. Um, and so what I do in that business is I am a success strategist. And what that means is I help Christian entrepreneurs and faith-based people with tech processes, with social media optimizations, uh, all types of plans to with their business, as well as with their life to help them find true purpose And uh, discover success and be significant in either life, well, in life and also in business if they're an entrepreneur. And so we just figure out how to brand you, market you, do all these things that you need to do. And from my perspective, that's all from a faith-based experience and just educational learning perspective. So I wear a lot of hats, but uh, I just help a lot of people.
0: I love it. So basically, you just serve the people, right? Right just, I mean, in general, but I do want to get back to your book. What was the inspiration behind that?
1: It's crazy to be honest with you, um, because it's been about nine years ago. Now I was in a conference and, um, actually at my pastor's church. And in that conference, there was a gentleman speaking by the name of Myron Golden. Some of you may know him. Some of you may not, uh, Myron Golden was sharing just an invaluable message that actually helped shift my thinking about some things that evening. And after the message, me and him began to talk, and his message was basically about how God wants to prosper us, how God wants to bless us. And he used Abraham and Galatians as his examples. And so after the service, I went and I said, you know, I'm doing what God wants me to do. I don't understand as a pastor, as a full-time pastor, how you would encourage me to, that I could make extra income. I don't feel led to leave the ministry. And so he began to share with me some tidbits. And one of those was, you know, have you ever written a book? And I said, no. And he said, well, haven't you had a great sermon, a home run sermon? I said, sure. You know, quite a few of them. And, um, and he said, well, he said, there's your book. And anyway, most people, I didn't share this for a while, I guess out of pride. And I'm sad to say that, but. In truth, uh, when I was a child in early et- elementary school, I suffered with dyslexia. I wrote everything backwards. I read everything backwards. And so for me, writing and reading has always been a little bit of a challenge. I can, I'm good at it now. I've taught myself, but I still catch myself, Latrice, putting letters in reverse order or I read something and I don't comprehend it. So I have to go back and read it again. And I love audiobooks i love and i have i've only grown to love them in the last year because i really didn't know about them i love audiobooks and things like that but just to read other than the bible i've never been a reader and so i allowed all that limiting beliefs to get in my way and tell me that nobody would want to read my book nobody how why, why am i even writing a book i don't even read books and all of these things and so i sat on it for years and so anyway it came to the point that um I was at another conference at TD Jake's conference down in Orlando, Florida. And to make a long story short, God impressed upon my spirit to write a book. I didn't do it again. Um, Even though I was excited about it, I kind of felt like I knew I needed to write it. Well, John Maxwell was at that same conference and ended up writing that book within a year. And the spirit spoke to my spirit and said, if you won't do it, Jody, John will. And, um, you know, so it really sparked the light bulb that the next time I get this inclination I'm going all in I'm going to do it And so I actually preached a sermon series called going all in at the church and it was just very well received helped a lot of people and that was the birthing process of this book and so eight years after the initial seed was dropped God fertilized it watered it put some Sun on it and eventually it came to fruition and you know it's amazing I tell people, Latrice, that God says he'll take your weaknesses and he'll show himself strong. I'm living proof of that. I shouldn't be a number one Amazon bestselling author. I, I You know, in, in, my, in my skill sets and expe- expertise and experience, you know, just because I'm unqualified by the world to be that. But you know what God said? God said, I'm going to take this guy that shouldn't be here and I'm going to elevate him there because he's humble and he loves me and he's doing it. From that spirit so that's the
0: story i love that story and it's interesting you said you were at the bishop jake's um conference and i don't know how long ago that was in florida but i was there <laughs> really so we may have walked right by each other so this
1: would have been this would have been uh the last conference he had in florida because he moved it to texas after that So I think it's been four, maybe uh, four to five years ago, I think. Okay. Something like that.
0: Yeah. We may have been right. Right. It was in Orlando.
1: It was, this one was in Orlando, but then after this year, he moved it to to the church in Texas. Yeah. And uh, because the following year, we went to That's crazy. Well, there was a lot of people there. Yeah. Let me tell you this then. I'll just share this real quickly. Um, I've shared this with my church an amazing thing happened in that conference. Um, uh, actually, a conference before that one is when the amazing thing happened. So I'm wrong. It was, I don't remember. Anyway, it was either <laughs> the last one or the one before, sure. but I've been to a few. But but either way, um, God just did a radical thing. Long story short, um, we were in, it was just a very serious time in my life. I was praying, I was fasting about vision, about things for the church, and God spoke to me through T.D. Jakes, and I know a lot of people say that, but he spoke to me through T.D. Jakes on the stage, but then he actually allowed me to encounter T.D. Jakes where T.D. Jakes prayed with me, laid his hands on me and prayed with me because I told him he had to do that. I told God, I've got to, you've got to let T.D. Jakes come to me and tell me this, you know, in some way, just at least let him come to me. And within a matter of 15, 20 minutes, td jakes was praying over me and so it was just an amazing conference that year and it was that same conference but it it was just an amazing conference
0: that is such a blessing um my husband has had the um the privilege and honor to be in the presence um intimately with bishop jakes on um, a couple of different occasions um just connected ministries and everything and so um that's awesome i have i've been in his presence one time and what struck me i was just shocked because you see this one man on stage right under the anointing and loud and boisterous and confident and then he's really a quiet man you know he's really almost shy to some degree, you know, or introverted, we'll say. And so that shocked me, because I thought I was gonna be like, hey, Bishop, and it was not that at all, you know, so interesting. Well, you talk about overcoming and I, I love to hear that. Um, And you talk about overcoming dyslexic, and you didn't say much for a while. Um, and then I think even overcoming disobedience, right? For several years and God's grace upon that. So some people may feel that, you know, it's too late for them, whatever God has told them to do, or maybe they've made a wrong turn or choice or decision. Can you speak on that a little bit for me?
1: Absolutely. I I appreciate that. And, you know, in my book, in the, the second section of my book, it's broke up into three sections. So the first section is, understanding you do have significance. The second section is dealing with navigating your setbacks. And that's where I deal with a lot of this. You know, I show Abraham's life and how he had setbacks. Some of them was out of his control. Others, he self-sabotaged. And, you know, I intertwined my stories in there. So absolutely. And part of my story is, is that I was also a former addict. You know, I had addiction problems whether it was drugs and alcohol or pornography, I had addiction problems. And um, I don't say any of this to brag, you know, uh, it it is disobedience uh, in a nutshell, but I had to discover that through surrender, which is where the title comes from, through surrender is where your success really comes. And so with that, you're talking about, you know, making a wrong turn. I still make wrong turns, right? I mean, sometimes I still am disobedient. Yes, a pastor said that, you know, sometimes yeah. I, I, I go my way instead of his way. Uh, even though I know it's right to go his way, I still sometimes end up making a wrong path. And if anybody's listening to me and says, oh, you so wrong, pastor, or anything like that, look, you ain't perfect yourself. Put down your rock and just listen. Uh, and the thing is, is that, you know, here's what I've learned. Here's what I've learned is that we will make bad decisions. It's it's in our human nature, we're going to make a bad decision from time to time. But here's the thing you have to realize, just like when I'm driving down the road in my car, and I, ha- I don't know where I'm going. And so I have my phone on and it's on and its GPS, and it's guiding me and it's quiet. It's been quiet. So you know what I do, I end up maybe making a wrong turn doing something, you know, um, and then all of a sudden, it'll speak up. And it'll say, you need to make a U-turn or you need to turn right. It's trying to get me back on the path I need to go. Well, we have a GPS and it's called God's positioning system. And what you have to do is, I actually call it God's purpose system because I believe when you find your purpose, there's no way that you're gonna get off track very often. You're gonna be on track. You may fall down, you may get dirty but you're gonna be on track. And that's what I believe. And so when you hear that voice, that still small voice speak to you and say, make a U-turn. I mean, my GPS don't start screaming at me. Jody, you stupid idiot, you've done wrong, you know? No, no, it says that, that still small voice speaks up and says, please turn right, you know, or whatever. And, and that's the way God is, the Holy Spirit is. He comes in and he says, Jody, wait a minute. You've gotten off track turn right, make a U-turn, go back, get back on path. And you know what? I found that if we'll just be attentive to that voice and be like sheep following the shepherd's voice, we'll be okay. We'll be okay. Wow. So it's just a matter of, of being sensitive and listening, Latrice, absolutely.
0: Wow. And to me, um, I feel the book that you're talking about and even the services That you provide is not necessarily just for faith based people. It's for anyone um, that is just wanting to get more information, wanting to get help. Um, Of course, we do, we would love for them to receive Jesus, right, as the person Savior. But talk a little bit about that for those who may not be a believer, how it still can benefit because principle is just principle.
1: Right, right. Absolutely. And, you know, the reason I I stress the faith-based and Christian aspect is because I want you to come in. You know, this is what I tell people at the church, you know, when they come to the church and I do it the same way in business. I think before, please forgive my phrase, I think before we should get in bed together and do business that you should know who you're getting in bed with. And I don't want it to be a surprise when you find out, well, wait a minute, I didn't know you was a Christian. I mean, it comes through in everything I do. I I can't help it. It's in my DNA. It's who I am. And, And I'm a child of the king and I am a king in his kingdom. And so it's hard for me to not be that, right? I mean, I can put all the undercover stuff on, but it still comes out. Even the crazy part is when I was living crazy, it was seeping out, even though I was trying to suppress it, it still seeped out. And so the thing is, is that, yes, I've told people, you know, if somebody even of another faith, it, let, let's just say, you know, whether it's a Buddhist or a Muslim or, or whatever, if they came to me and said, Jody, I need your expertise for business, I can do that. I don't have to cram my faith down your throat because when you hang out with me, you're going to realize there's something different about me really quick anyway. I have integrity. I have a faith system that's in place. You know, something I offer to do Latrice when I work with clients, and I'll say this for that you know, person that may be here and isn't a believer is that whether you allow me to pray with you at the end of our sessions or not, I'm praying for you when we're not having sessions. So think about it like this. If I'm wrong, I'm wasting my breath. If I'm right, I'm engaging the creator of this universe on your behalf to help find you success and you can be blessed. So I think it's a win-win. Again, I don't cram it down anyone's throat. You know, it's just one of those things that I go into it and I say, listen, you know, I don't know if you're a person of faith. If they say yes, I say, great, that's awesome. We have some core uh, values that align on that, that vertical of our, of our, you know, working together. If they say no, I say, no worries. I am, and I'm not gonna cram it down your throat, but just know a lot of what I come from when I'm talking to you to empower you comes from my belief system just like yours does so just understand that so yeah i mean it's just the way it is but i love working with people my vision is to empower at least at a minimum 5 million people before i leave this planet and wow. so that's that's the desire so if that's faith based or non faith based you know it's just it what, is it is. what it
0: is yeah absolutely how important is it pastor jody to know your purpose
1: I don't think there's anything other than salvation that is more important. That's my belief system. Um, I think there's a lot of people who have maybe an idea, and there's a lot of people that have no idea. You know, Latrice, there's two major questions every person asks in their life. If you become an adult, you've asked these two questions. There's really five, but I just narrow them to two. And the two questions everybody asks is, why am I here? And what is my purpose? And yeah. it's, been, it's been proven through studies at places like Harvard University. And I mean, in-depth studies for five and six years of, of participants that people who have no purpose in their life are more apt to be suicidal. Yeah. They're more apt to be addicted to drugs and alcohol. They're more apt to be abusive. They're more apt to end up homeless. And when you think about it, it makes perfect sense. It makes perfect sense. And, uh, you know, I just don't want to see people do that. Something I've told people that God revealed to me, and and this, again, is from a faith-based perspective. If you're listening and you're not a believer, just allow me this grace. But something God showed me is that every believer that is of the Christian faith wants to hear a certain phrase when we get in front of the Savior, our, our King, Jesus. And that phrase is, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Now, here's the thing is, how can I expect to hear God say that? How can he tell me I'm faithful if I don't even know what to be faithful over? Wow. And, and so, again, you know, the thing is, is he might say, well, you know, you went to church. You, you read your Bible. But how did that play out in life? Because you didn't interpret it and you didn't use it for the reason I created you. I tell people, Latrice, this is the example I give. If you are the creator of the utensil, the fork, and you come in a room and you see me, or let's say you come up in my yard and you see me digging with the fork. A fork can dig soft dirt, right? And you see me digging with with the fork in my flower bed, you know, and you're looking at me like, he's crazy. And the reason I'm doing that is because after I dig the hole, put the flower in, I can rake it. Man, that fork will make that that soil look so beautiful. And then I wash it off and I, I start combing my hair with it, or I scratch my back with it. I mean, you just at some point you're gonna come to me and, and say, Sir, can I can I speak to you? Because I don't know if you know this, but the thing you're holding, I created. And I'm like, Really? Man, this is a great multi-use tool. It'll dig, it'll, it'll rake, it'll. It'll scratch my back. It'll comb my hair. I mean, look at these lines in my hair. And you're like, yes, sir, it can be used for that. But can I tell you the reason it was created? See, I have to connect with the creator Latrice to understand the purpose behind the creation. The real purpose has to be connected to the creator. And the reason we're not not learning our purpose, we're not really discovering our purpose and living the abundant life that Jesus said that he came to give us is because we're not connecting to the creator in that way. We're not seeking. He said, if you seek me, you'll find me. And we're not seeking the answers to understand. So I've put together just a perfect plan of how anyone can find their purpose and not only discover it, define it and diversify it so it can become across every aspect of your life, home, family, faith, and finance. It can be across every aspect of your life.
0: You know, Pastor Jody, I mean, you're just dropping gems just all day and night, right? Like, let's do an offering. But by the same token, let's, you know, I know in my own life, there was a time I didn't know purpose. I didn't know how to operate. I didn't know what I was called to do or any of that. And I know there was many times I was depressed, lonely, in a dark place. Um, yes. and, and it was based on the fact that I didn't know why I was on this earth. And so- when you don't know why, right, then it's just like you're kind of just here, you're, or you feel, feel that way. Um, and now, for those people who are struggling with that, and then we have the pandemic, right, um, where that's very challenging. You know, suicide is up in terms yes. of the rate of it, um, abuse mental health and i'm in that area uh, is is on i mean teletherapy is everything right now yes what what's a encouraging word right now that you could give someone um in hopes that they find the peace and you know get rid of the anxiety and the depression what what's a encouraging word
1: my belief system, Latrice, is that depression is actually a true disease. Um, just like diabetes, it just affects a different part of your body, right? And, and, and so I, you know, I, I used to be the guy that said, I'm too blessed to be depressed. I'm too blessed to be stressed. But through learning, I've got a very good pastor friend. He struggles severely with depression, and he wrote a book on it. And he just lit the illuminating factor in my life and helped me to understand um, and so I want to say that to, to precurse this because I believe that it is a real issue and people do need to have the people in their life to help them through it. God can heal you from it, no doubt, but also he gives us people to help us. And so I want to precurse that with this. Um, the other thing is, is that, you know, I think, about, I think about several things you brought up. One is the, the pandemic, and it is very real. When you know your purpose, though, Latrice, let me give you an example. Think about Joseph. Now we're going Old Testament, Joseph. Coat of many colors, Joseph, right? When you think about Joseph, Joseph knew his purpose as a young boy. He had a dream. He had a vision. He knew his purpose in life. And just because he knew his purpose, it didn't mean he didn't have problems. I mean, as a matter of fact, part of his problem even came from the people closest to it, right? They threw him in a pit. Then he ended up being sold into Egypt, He goes to Egypt. He ends up going to Potiphar's house and look at what he's doing. He's just flowing in his purpose and everything he touches prospers. You see, when you're in your purpose, you can't fail. I mean, you can fall down, but you can't fail. If you keep going towards your purpose, failure isn't an option because that means that God created something to fail and God has never created anything to fail. The sun is shining today because the sun was meant to shine. That's why the sun is shining. And, and it, it it can't fail, right? And so, so the thing is, is that when we are flowing in our purpose, then we, no matter where you put us, you put me in the pit, you put me in Potiphar's house, you put me, you accuse me of rape and throw me in prison, or you make me prime minister of Egypt, I'm going to succeed because I'm surrendered to my purpose. And that's exactly what we see in Joseph's life. And so what I encourage people to do is, first of all, find your purpose. Find it realize this, you know, the story in the Bible, Latrice, where the precious things are lost, right? The sun is lost. The precious gem is lost, all these things. And the woman is sweeping her house. She is searching all over her house. You know, if you've ever lost your wallet, I remember a time I lost my wallet. Oh man, my heart is beating in my throat. And, and I'm like, Oh my gosh, it's got my credit cards. It's got my debit card. Oh man, I've got to hurry up, cancel all these things if I don't find it soon. But, you know, I'm like, baby, sweetheart, help me find my wallet, kids, help me find my wallet. I'm calling everybody I can to get on board to help me find my wallet that I know has the the reasoning and the skills that have been around me and knows me to help me find my wallet. And so the thing is, is that we have to have that mentality. I tell people this I look at my purpose and my calling in life. This is what God spoke to me, Latrice, and I want to speak it to your audience. If you have children and I called you and I said I have kidnapped your child, I have hijacked your family and I have a ransom for your family. You either give me X amount of dollars or they're not going to make it through the day or the week or whatever, you know the time frame. What would you do? You would do whatever necessary, whatever it takes to get what you needed to get, to gather what you needed to gather. To get your family safe. Well, I want you to realize that the world, that Satan, that people have hijacked God's purpose for your life. You've It's happened. It's happened. He's dropped seeds in your life. You just don't recognize them and don't know where to look for them sometimes. And so I encourage you to find your purpose. And when you flow in your purpose, I won't say you'll never have a down day. You're human. But here's the thing. I can say every morning for me, when I wake up, I wake up and I'm like, yes, I get to live another day. See, a lot of people's wanting to die. I'm like, yes, I get to live another day and impact, influence another life. And then when I go to bed every every night, I go to bed realizing that I have been fulfilled. I have completed part of my purpose in my life. And my desire, and I believe it would be everybody's desire, Latrice, is to die empty, to die and go out like, Paul, the apostle and say, I've finished my race. And that means I fulfilled my purpose. And the sad part is I've been by enough bedsides where I've never heard those words Mm. and the wealthiest place in the world, Latrice, is a cemetery because in that cemetery lies dreams, lies politicians, lies books that were never written, songs that were never sung, musical compositions that were never composed. It may even lie the cure to cancer because somebody either did not go chase their purpose or they were terrified, terrified of fulfilling their purpose. And I wanna tell you something, God created you unique and specific to do something in this world. And the body of Christ is hurting because you're not doing it.
0: Wow. 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 For my listening audience, I'm telling you right there, that's deep. You kind of have to chew on that for a minute, especially if you aren't doing purpose. Um, and he's giving you tools and methods and how to find, discover your purpose. And in fact, his book will definitely help you if you st- needing that assistance and and so i encourage everyone to purchase his book um i just have a couple more questions pastor jody i don't know if we can handle any more from you (laughs) because you're you're knocking us out i'm telling you you're knocking us out um we know that some people have in our in our faith world have had some challenges sure um, integrity, character, right, flaw, sure, sure. and it, it definitely puts a damper to some degree um, on the faith-based world, and so, you know, I've had this conversation with non-believers, you know, many times, why, why should they serve a God when y'all are doing the same thing we're doing, you know, and and aren't convinced or you see things about money and finances and maybe some misuse or abuse um how do you handle that how do you speak to those situations when you know because it's easy I mean you look it up there's always some type of scandal right and and so of course they think it represents God and that it connects to who God is and that's not the case but but For those that are listening that maybe are skeptical of a believer, a Christian, or however, what would you say to them?
1: Yeah, Latrice, what I would say is, um, again, realize that we are human. You know, as much as I love God, as much as I want to please him every day of my life, I don't. I mean, you know, I I can do good. I can do good 99 out of 100 acts out of the day. But then on that one act, I may completely fall off the cliff. I mean, you know, it, it just and 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 to be honest with you, for years, I was one of the pastors who tried to put up the front. You know, that tried to I got it all together. I never mess up. You know, I mean, you should be like me. But but then God really began to reveal to me, and I think that's part of the problem. If I'm being transparent, I think for years that was the that was the front that was put up. To, to the world that, you know, pastors are here and, and, you know, not that we shouldn't try to be better. I mean, we are leading people. We should try. But I find so often in faith-based and, and, and even, even among the church, I mean, I think sometimes we shoot our, we shoot our wounded faster than, than the world shoots the wounded. You know, sometimes I've seen church people get more help from the world than they did from the church. And it shouldn't be that way, you know. The Bible says that we should lift, in, empower, and in and you know, encourage each other. So often, instead, we kick a man when he's down. And and you know, um, I've just always tried to have a heart for people and realize that that's what Jesus taught, right? I mean, when Peter failed, Jesus didn't sit by the fireside with Peter and say, "Why did you deny me three times, Peter? I mean, come on, you said you would die with me." No, Peter. He simply asked him a simple question. He says, Peter, do you agape me? And that word agape in, in the Greek means, do you love me with uh, just an, a, re, a relentless love, self-sacrificing love? And, and Peter, Peter said, uh, Lord, you know, now we don't read it this way in the English, but he said, Lord, you know, I phileo you. I love you like a brother. So Jesus asked him again. He says, Peter, do you agape me? And Peter says, Lord, you know that I phileo you. Jesus asked a third time, and the third time Jesus asked him, he says, Peter, do you really phileo me? You see, Jesus will come down to your level, and he will meet you where you're at, and he will ask you to just meet him on that level. Just, can you really meet me as a brotherly love? And Peter, at this point, the Bible basically says he got disturbed in his spirit. But he says the truth, because in his mind, he's so still stuck in that moment where he denied Jesus. See, the thing is, is we keep people stuck. But if we use Jesus's model, we can get them unstuck and bring them to success. And that's why I do what I do, Latrice, to get people unstuck in their personal life through limiting beliefs and all these ways, through in their professional life through that, to get them to success. Because what Jesus does is he met him where he was. And I have to meet people where they're at to bring them to the place that I know they can go. And that's what Jesus is doing. But you notice every time Peter answers the question, Jesus says, feed my sheep. What was Peter's purpose? To be the pastor of the flock. He says, feed them. Peter, go feed them. What does Peter do? Peter leaves and he goes and he doesn't do it right away. But Jesus had grace. And I think we just need more grace and we need to help people find their place in this world.
0: I love that. And I I think that's so important um, because many times, um, you know, my husband is a minister. And so you hear oftentimes, um, you know, even the kids, um, they're always saying, you know, preacher kids should, you know, be good and all that. And I, you know, my husband and I taught our children very early, you're just as human as any other child. You're gonna have all the same opportunities and distractions and everything. So never put feel pressured because of a title of your father, you know. And the same grace that they want. And so when I do see people who have challenges and there's things that have been done. Um, Again, coming from a mental health aspect, I'm always wondering what are some things that happen? Maybe some things that have not always been, uh, has not been resolved. You know, we think just because someone's a pastor, they're perfect, that they have settled everything in their life and and that's not true. And so that's when grace comes, mercy, right? Uh, One, um, oh, I can't even think of his name, but Ty Tribbett. Ty? Mm-hmm. is it tied? Yes. Um, he had a, a situation and challenge, and he said, "What was so interesting? This particular person—I don't know if it was his pastor or someone in his ministry—he said he walked me through restoration, yeah, and yeah. to me that was so powerful because you don't hear that. You you tell people to sit down or." you hide them or you you know cancel them like but for him to say he walked him through restoration to yes. I me mean, was so powerful so Amen. powerful yeah so um before we wrap up a couple of things that okay. I want from you Pastor Jody one I would love if you would just pray for those who are listening and maybe want to receive Jesus or those mm-hmm. who are listening or and maybe you know, backslidden or what have you. Could you just say a simple prayer um, for them, covering them so that um, their soul can be at peace?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you for asking. Let's pray. Father, we come to you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. God, we pray today for every person that is listening to this. And God, we know that you know already who's on this, this podcast. God, we pray and we ask you that you would just Open their heart and their minds. Let them see the love you have for them as their creator. Let them see that they have value, that they have purpose. God, help them to understand that they were created to impact this world in the way that you designed, by divine design. And God, for those that don't even know you, or those that may have fallen away, help them to understand your love is so great that, Father, you will leave the 99 Jesus to go after that one that is lost. I know because I've experienced that. And Lord, I pray that you would help them to understand that their life could be so much better, so much greater, so much more blessed and have your favor if they would just surrender. And if they would just say, I'm waving the flag. I'm finished with the fight against you. And now I'm going to fight my good fight of faith. Lord, I pray, Holy Spirit, that you would move on every heart, every mind, every life. And for that one that may be listening that says, I don't even know what to do. I don't know how to receive Christ. It's got to be complicated. Let me quickly tell you that it's as easy as ABC. First of all, acknowledge that you are a sinner. We all are. I've even alluded to that here today. I'm imperfect. And so acknowledge that. Secondly is believe. God give them the belief they need, the faith they need to believe that Jesus is the Son of God, God himself wrapped in flesh, gone to a cross, died on the cross for their sins and risen the third day and is now the King of kings and the Lord of lords, sitting at the right hand of God in heaven. And Lord, then thirdly, confess, just confess openly with their mouth in prayer that I am a sinner in need of a Savior. Jesus, you're that Savior. Would you save me? Would you help me to know my purpose? Would you help me to live for you? I want you to be my king, my sovereign. I want you to be my shepherd who guides me and my savior who saves my soul. In Jesus' name, Lord, we do pray this. And amen.
0: Amen. Amen. Yay. I love that. So pray, pray that prayer that Pastor yes. Jody just prayed and you're saved. You're a believer. It's that simple, that Amen. easy, and it, it, you, you don't have to work for yeah. it, you know. You just have to believe that Jesus is Lord. He is your Savior, right, and you are saved by grace, and that's the beauty of God, of who Amen. he is in our life. He Oh, gosh, he's just amazing and wonderful, and we are just, um, we're walking miracles, Pastor Jody and I. I'll say that.
1: Pastor yes. Dreddy,
0: where can they follow you? What, what's next on the horizon for you? Talk to us about that, because I know we're going to have listeners that want to and need to follow you. Um, sure. Maybe some people in your neck of the woods right now, because of COVID, we definitely can come to church um, if we're out of town. Um, so talk to us about all of that.
1: Sure, sure. So I do pastor in Salisbury, North Carolina. And, uh, right now, because of COVID, we're all virtual. So the good thing is we're, you know, we were already doing virtual live streams, but we're, you can join us from anywhere. You know, if your church isn't having anything, uh, I encourage you to be faithful to your church, but you can even watch the replay, right? So replays are great. Um, but yeah, you can find us at, uh, you know, on Facebook, we stream live there as well as YouTube and it's transformation church. And sometimes you do have to type in the city. So it's spelled like Salisbury steak. And so, uh, just spell it out that way, Salisbury, North Carolina, and you can find us and then you can connect with us, follow us or you know, uh, subscribe to us, whatever that may be. Personally, uh, you can go to my website. It's Trent, I'm sorry, let me get my mind right. You can go to my website, it's SolutionMinistries.com. Had to put all, take off that hat and put on the other hat Latrice, uh, SolutionMinistries.com. And there you can find some free resources Uh, One of those is that I do uh, right now, at least the time allows me, I'll be honest, it's getting busy, but the time allows me to give out a free 30 minute strategy call. So if you are looking for purpose in life, or if you are looking uh, to start scale or find success and significance in your entrepreneurship, look, I serve the ecclesia, and I serve the entrepreneur, you know, and so I can do both. Um, And then You can also follow me on social media platforms. The one I'm really active on, the couple that I'm really active on is Facebook. And of course I have my personal profile. I do a lot of lives on there and things like that to empower people. And then also on Instagram and I'm getting ready to start doing some IGTV on there. And most recently, if you're on the new Clubhouse app that is making all the raves, then I'm on Clubhouse and I'm dropping these kinds of gems in there for entrepreneurs and for the church just all the time, you know, in there. And so connect with me on either of those three platforms and, you know, we can, we can uh, stay connected. I'd love to connect with you. And if you're interested, I'd love to jump on that strategy call with you just to see how I can empower your life and just see you do the best. I want to see you move from struggle to success, make the rest of your life the best of your life.
0: I love it. Yes. Um, you know, I, I hate to do this, but I do it for every guest. Because you have not, I mean, just gym after gym after gym, after Mike, after Mike, after Mike, one last gym, one last insight that you can give us that we can just fall out.
1: This is an insight that no matter if you're the ecclesia, which means the church, or if you're the entrepreneur, you're both, right? It doesn't matter. Here's something I've learned very valuable that I believe is a biblical principle. And it is to invest in yourself. If you don't take the time to invest in yourself, no one ever will, no one ever will. And here's the reason I say that. An investment is something you do expecting a return, right? If I, if I spend my money, it's spent. If I go to the grocery store, you know, whatever. If I just go spend it, it's spent. If I invest it, and if I'm smart where I invest it, I invest it realizing and knowing there's an ROI at the end of it. There's a return on my investment. When you invest in yourself and you do it for things that are aligned with your purpose or finding your purpose, I can tell you 1000% there's an ROI. There is a return on your investment. And here's the other side of that coin, Latrice, and I'm a, I'm a hush. I, I took up your whole podcast. Oh, I'm a hush. <laughs> here's the other side of that coin is that if you have nothing in the bank to withdraw from, then you have nothing to give. And the problem is so many people either have never invested in their self. They're great at investing in people. And this is where I was. This is where I was. I was investing in people for years, 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 years. And I just, I didn't have nothing left to give. I'd given everything I had. I, there was nothing left, you know? So I was feeling burnout. I was feeling depleted. I was feeling, you know, uh, like I needed a deposit, right? And, and then I began to go to these conferences. I began to go and invest in myself. It costed me money to invest in myself. It did, yeah. you know, but here's the thing. I promise you that money was well spent. And when you know that you're spending money well to invest in yourself, whether it's going to the gym, whatever it is, eating cleaner and it cost a little more, whatever it is, investing yourself and always keep learning because then When the world comes to you and the people come to you that God sends, you have the ability to pour into them because you have something to give them.
0: Once again, Pastor Jody, another gem. What do you say? But thank you, sir, for sharing and, oh gosh, affirming, confirming, bringing value To our podcast. I appreciate you so much. It's been an honor. It has truly been a blessing um, to hear your voice. And, um, and it's been powerful. Very powerful. So thank you, sir. Thank you. And listening audience. Again, I just thank you. I love you. I hope you love me just the same. That agape love that Pastor Jody talked about. Um, make sure you are investing in yourself that that's the love you need for yourself. It is so important, um, to do that. And that's part of purpose. Please understand that. And I'm just going to tell you right now, you're going to need to listen to this again. There was so much meat in this podcast. You can't just listen to it one, one time, but you're definitely going to have to hear it again. And so until next time, I just thank you. For listening to Insights with Latrice, where it's real life, we talked about it. About you, real you, and it's been real good. Until next time, God bless you. Wow, wasn't that just amazing? Man, how fitting for the last episode of the season. I just appreciate Pastor Jody so much. His transparency and his honesty, even as a pastor. You know, my insight is just this. Give yourself grace because God gives us grace. Don't quit. You have purpose. You are called to do something mighty in the earth. It's already on the inside of you. You have to believe it and discover it. But don't you dare quit. We need you. You are a value. Yeah. It may get hard sometimes. Sure, Pastor Jody said that, and you may even fail. That's part of life, but it's not who you are. It's just a part of your testimony. And so I just leave you with this. Continue to live life to the fullest. Take care of yourself first, serve others second, Enjoy your life and know, please know that you have value and you have purpose. I am so humbled that you took this journey with me for this season of Insights with Latrice. I do this for you, with you in mind. I thank every guest that came on for this season. I appreciate you more than you know. And just know this, next season, oh, you got this season with something. Man, already in the work, I tell you. So until next time, thank you so much for listening to Insights with Latrice, where we talk about real life, we talk about the real you, and we talk real good. God bless.